0: praise the lord faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god this message is from the glory life city church where a man of god the apostle francis reveals the deep heart of god for the new creation in christ glory life city church is a mandate from god to dispense the glory of heaven in the new creation in christ cultivating the apostolic heart of god in the intimate bond of fellowship love and power join in as the apostle francis takes us into the word of god
1: today i want to continue on the series supernatural eyesight part 2 supernatural eyesight and i'm talking about the eyes of understanding say the eyes of understanding oh say it like you mean it the eyes of understanding hallelujah I didn't hear from this side. See the eyes of understanding. understanding. Good. Let's turn our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 1. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that's powerful. Ephesians chapter 1. You are reading from the verse 15. If you can see on the screen, you can read it. It says, Wherefore I also after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints cease not to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers let's continue that the God of our Lord Jesus say the God of our Lord Jesus the Father of glory May give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding, say it again the eyes of your understanding. The eyes of of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Hallelujah. So from this scripture we see one thing that there is the place of wisdom and revelation but for a person to know what is in store for his life the bible calls it the hope of his calling for a person to know the riches of his inheritance he must go beyond wisdom and revelation to have the eyes of his understanding opened Hallelujah! to have the eyes of his understanding what? opened without the eyes of your understanding opening or the bible calls it enlightened So, the enlightenment of the eyes of your understanding is the opening of your eyes. Or the opening of your understanding. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Without the opening of the eyes of your understanding, there is something we call knowing. That knowing, it is the knowing that brings participation. Say participation. The knowing that makes you a part of something. There is a knowing that empowers you to answer. Hallelujah. There is a knowing that equips you to give an information. I hope you understand. There is a knowing that equips you to walk in a defined path. But beyond it, there is also another knowing that makes you a participant of something. Hallelujah. For example if you know the definition of photosynthesis, it is a knowledge that equips you to answer. Is that not it? Hallelujah. It is a knowledge that equips you to answer. It is a knowledge that equips you to give information. But, if you come to know your own reproductive ability it is a knowledge that makes you participate in the process do you see the difference if you come to know how or what god has made you as a man or as a woman it allows you or it empowers you to partake of the process of reproduction It does not just equip you to answer. It does not just equip you to inform. But it enables you to partake. Are you here with me? So the knowing in this scripture is talking about the knowing that brings participation. The knowing that brings what? Participation knowing what it means to be rich it is a knowledge that equips you to walk in the path but knowing that your father has put one million dollars in your account it makes you a partaker of something this is the difference one knows how to be rich another knows that he has money the one who knows how to be rich cannot enter shop rights take the shopping cart, and be loading them with things but the one who knows that he has money in his account he becomes a partaker of a process the knowledge that makes you a partaker of a process it comes by the eyes of your understanding being enlightened the eyes of your understanding opening up hallelujah are you here with me So today i want to talk about the eyes of understanding the eyes of understanding you must understand that the eyes are the principal tool for your sight as well as the brain the eye your eyes and your brain they make up the tool set for your sight they determine the quality the content of your sight hallelujah the quality and the content of your sight your eyes are made to see and because of that it has a strong place in your destiny your eyes. Any man that cannot see cannot maximize destiny. Anyone. Hallelujah. Anyone. You see, you can be lame and still accomplish life. Your hands can be cut and you will still accomplish life. But when your eyes are off, there is very little you can do with destiny history has not shown us anyone who has maximized destiny with his eyes off but we have a lot more people who who don't have limbs who don't have uh, legs hallelujah some people their head is even half all kinds of deformities but as long as their eyes are intact they are able to work towards their destiny. The place of your eyes is extremely important in the realization of your destiny. The place of your eyes. That is why you know one of the things, the place that that contributed to the fall of Samson. Though they cut his hair, which was the source of his power and all of that. But we all know the story. The hair actually grew again. But the real thing that made him incapable was that his eyes were taken out. Hallelujah. When his eyes were taken out, his destiny was truncated. His destiny was cut short. His destiny was what? Cut shot. Even when his hair had grown and he had power, he needed somebody to direct him to the wall, to the pillar, which he pulled down. When your eyes are not functional, it does not matter what gifts you have. It does not matter what talent. It does not matter what anointing you have. There is very little you can do with your destiny. Praise the Lord. And the destiny that God has set for his people is a destiny that requires a supernatural eyesight. Because God calls us to a place that the world has not seen yet. God calls us to a place that your family has not witnessed yet. Hallelujah. God calls us to walk in a kind of life that has very little or no reference to man. God has placed us high above everything and he wants us to walk from above, function from above. Are you here with me? The Bible said that he that cometh from above, he is above all. That means that there is a point we operate from. By, by, by that point, it becomes necessary. It becomes what? Necessary that we see beyond the natural and the physical because in the natural the bible said that there is nothing new under the sun have you have you seen that scripture there is nothing new under the sun so if you live under the ordinances of the sun if you live under the sun, you know, the sun is what is the tool that engages or coordinates time. So, if you live under the sun, that means that you are living within the confines of time frame. Do you see it? You are living within the limits of times and seasons. But God has created and made us to live beyond the sun to live from the eternal perspective to live from the eternal realm of heaven hallelujah that is why we are seated high above with him and from that perspective it is important and necessary that we engage a supernatural eyesight To be able to walk our way into the destiny that God has created for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are not able to engage supernatural eyesight, you limit and you, you degrade yourself to natural eye. What men have seen, what men have heard, what men have conceived in their heart. But the Bible said already in 1 Corinthians, it says that to those that love God and accord according to his purpose, the thing that God has planned for them, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of men. That means that if you will walk in what God wants you to walk in. If you will become what God wants you to become, you need more than eyes. You need more than ears. You need more than hearts. Hallelujah. You need more than eyes. Because what he has purposed for you, eyes. Say supernatural eyesight. supernatural eyesight. And to be able to walk in supernatural eyesight one key thing is this the eyes say the eyes the eyes that you have it serves the purpose of sight but your sight determines on an external factor we call it light see light your eyes Requires the external elements of light to determine the amount of understanding your eyes can communicate to your mind. So that means the amount of light that a person can assess determines the clarity of his sight. hallelujah praise the lord are you here with me the amount of light the amount of light a person is able to assess determines the clarity of his sights the bible said in luke chapter 11 verse 34. Tell with me says the light of the body is the eye Therefore, when your eye is single, thine whole body also is full of light. But when your eye is evil, thy body is also full of darkness. Luke eleven thirty-four. 34. Luke 11. This is the light of the body. The light of the body. It is my eye. And the Bible said this: see that when your eye is single, the singularity of your eye means two things. Number one, that you look only unto God, whose eye sees everything. Are you seeing? And number two, the singularity of your eye means that you only focus on one source of light because every light has a source amen every light has what? has a source so if your focus is on one source you are able to receive all of that light into your body and the amount of light that enters you the amount of light that enters your eyes is what determines the clarity of your vision well, I mean, right now, as we are here, if you go and, if you come and install flat light here, you can see everything. If we install some two-watt bulb in this place, you will see certain things, but not very clear. Why? The quality of your sight depends on the amount of light that enters your eyes. On the amount of eyes of light that enters what your eyes so that means that if you want to see well you must increase the light is that not so sometimes sometimes you know you are looking for certain things in your room though there is light on but the place you want to assess you can't see well so sometimes you even put the light of your phone is that not it So that when you increase the amount of light, your eyes will be able to see clearly. So clarity of sight is based on the amount of light that is accessible. And the Bible says that if your eye be single, if you can focus on the source without looking to an alternative source, he says that your whole body, say my whole body, your whole body will be full of light. Hallelujah. And we understand that light is what brings understanding. Light is what brings what? Understanding. In other words, light brings clarity. Clarity of sight. It is in the amount of light. Clarity of sight. You know, when, how many of us have taken S-ray before? So, you see that when they take the S-ray, you, you yourself, you look at the S-ray, so you don't see anything. Hallelujah. But when the doctor wants to see beyond what you are seeing, he introduces another light that you don't have. Is that right? He subjects the S-ray under another kind of light. How many of us have been watching um, CSI? these detective movies you know sometimes when they go to a crime scene and they want to see fingerprints and other hidden things they don't rely on the normal light what do they do they introduce another light why because if you want to see clearer and if you want to see beyond certain limitations you must increase the kind of light you are using. Not every light reveals everything. Is somebody here with me? Not every light reveals everything. Under normal white lights, all you see is you know the seven colors and their various combinations. Beyond that, you must introduce a different kind of light. You know that in the entire life spectrum those of us who who have done a little bit of science you know that we have the white lights then we have what huh we have the uv lights infrared come again gamma rays so they are all different kinds of lights and all these lights they have what they expose to you Praise the Lord. All of these lights, they have what they expose. So depending on what you are looking for, you know what lights to introduce over that matter. So maybe right now, under this white light, all you see is, um, is it blue? Blue. But beyond this blue, if we introduce another light on it, you will see the gems that are playing on this thing. Hallelujah. The gems that are playing. I mean, As long as hands are touching, it is being placed on the table, dust is falling on it, a lot of things are there which your eyes cannot see because of the light available to you. So sometimes, see, they will take your blood. When you take take your blood, all you see is a red liquid. Is that not so? You send it to the lab, they put it under a different light. They see malaria parasites playing in the blood. So the amount of light determines the clarity of your sight in other words light is what introduces understanding light introduces what and understanding is what reveals life understanding reveals what so light gives understanding Understanding reveals life. So this is how I define understanding. It is the divine encoding of life. Understanding is the, is the code. The way life has been coded. Understanding is what reveals life in all of its nature and glory. Understanding. See, understanding. So when the Bible is saying that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, what it means is that the eyes will receive light so that there will be understanding. Hallelujah. Your eyes will receive light so that you will have understanding. And what is it with understanding? In Proverbs chapter 16 verse 22. The Bible says. Understanding is a wellspring of life. Yeah. Understanding. It is a wellspring of life. Unto him that has it. So that means that. When you have understanding. You have what it takes to produce life. Wow. When you have understanding, you have what it takes to produce life. He says, let the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. So you will know the hope of your calling and the riches of your inheritance. Why? Because in that understanding is the wellspring of life. In that understanding is the the factory of life. In that understanding is the, the manufacturing plant of whatever life has to offer. Hallelujah. So, light, understanding, life. Say it with me. Light, understanding, life. Hallelujah. So, if your eyes will see life, it must first receive light. Amen. Amen. If your eyes will see progress, it must first receive light. Because maybe, maybe, you know, under the normal light of your natural eyes, you are seeing a situation that has no hope. If you can see hope in that situation, there must be a different light introduced. If your eyes will see healing, You must first receive light. Supernatural eyesight is not a decision. It is a creation. It is something that you engage yourself to create. Number one, you must receive what? Light. And when light comes, light brings what? Understanding. An understanding reveals what. Life. So the level, so it's very simple. The level of light you have will determine the amount of understanding you have, and that will subsequently determine the quality of life you engage. So that is why in the world they say that every problem is an issue of ignorance. Every problem is an issue of what. Ignorance. It is because somebody has not seen a particular light which will give him understanding. And because that understanding is not there, there is no life. Hallelujah. People are struggling financially because there is no understanding. And that understanding can only come if they can see the light. People are struggling. In their marriage. Because there is no understanding. People are struggling in their business. Because there is no what? There is no understanding. And understanding comes. By light. Hallelujah. Understanding comes by what? By light. Now what is light? Let me talk about light a bit. Obviously we are not talking about. Eh. Uh, Stage lights, spotlights, uh condescent lights, flat lights. No, those are not the lights we are talking about. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What? Candle lights. The Bible said, Genesis chapter 1, verse 3 to 5, and God said, let there be lights. And there was lights and God saw the light that it was good and God divided the light from the darkness and God called the light day and the darkness he called night hallelujah oh hallelujah Hallelujah. so over here you see God speaking forth light into being and then in the same Genesis chapter 1 when you go to the verse 14 and God said let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. Keep looking at the world. Well. In the verse 3, it says, God said, Let there be light. And there was light. 14, it says, Let there be light in the sky. The firmament means sky. Let there be light in the sky. To divide the day and then the night. To separate the two. And the Bible said that it was so. You continue, it says something. The 16, says, And God made light so there is one kind of light God has spoken into being. do you see it and there is another kind of light God is making hallelujah there is one kind of light God did what he spoke let there be and it was there is another kind of light God made God made two great lights one to shine in the day another to shine in the evening two he made it but the first light he spoke it into being that means that that first light it was not an object hallelujah that first light was an attribute. Hallelujah. Are you know what I'm talking about? Do you understand? The first light was not an object. The first light was an attribute. The first light was a characteristic. It wasn't an object. When God said, let there be light, and there was light, it is like saying that Pastor Christi, be kind and pastor christie became kind but nobody sees the kindness the kindness becomes an attribute of her are you seeing the difference and then after making pastor christie kind i now gave her money so that the attribute of kindness is now seen in how she dispenses the money to people do you see the difference so it says let there be light what God created was an attribute of the earth and then he created he made two great lights which will reflect manifest that attribute praise God so light is not just an object but light is an expression of divine energy Is what? It is a form of energy that has creative potentials in it. Scientifically, they say that light is made up of particles and waves. So the particles of light, they are called photons. And photons have energy. Praise the Lord. Light is a form of energy. It is an expression of divine creative ability an expression of divine creative ability and science has even seen to 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 justify why god first created light before he will create anything because it has been seen scientifically that without light nothing can have form so that means that if god did not create light first the trees would not be able to form if god did not create light first the bears would not have the form that they have if god did not create light first the animals the fishes will not have any form light is an energy it is what an energy both in the physical and in the spiritual in the spiritual anything that has form has some amount of light in it. Anything that has formed has light inside it. So that means that if your eyes will be able to see in a definite time that means that light must be present. Light, anytime light operates, there are three things that happen. Light in its operation reveals number one, appearance. Anytime light comes, light reveals appearance. Light also reveals location. And light reveals movement. These are the three things that light always reveals. Anytime you introduce light to a matter, you see an appearance, you see a location, and you see a movement. When light shines on a matter. You begin to gain understanding into the appearance of it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Understanding into the appearance. You see. So, so see. For example. When Lazarus died. And then they brought news. At that time he was not even dead. He was sick. And they brought news to Jesus. Who was two days away. In terms of journey. From where Lazarus was. They said, Lazarus, your friend is sick. Praise the Lord. When they brought that news to Jesus, you know, the disciples, I'm sure, they were waiting. Waiting for the messengers to go. Then they will go to Jesus. As soon as the messengers left, they went to Jesus. What is happening? And what was Jesus' testimony? This Lazarus is asleep. He was operating with a different light that revealed the real appearance of the issue. Hallelujah. Yeah. That is why when a man has light and he's is operating by that higher light, he calls things that be not as though they are. Why? Because light reveals appearance. Not everything you see with your naked eyes look like it. But you need light to see the real appearance of those things. There are some people, they come into your life. They are agents of the enemy sent into your life. But your real eyes, your normal eyes, they see an angel. May God give you light. Light that will make you see beyond what your physical eyes are seeing. Why? Because light reveals appearance. So they said he is sick. When they, as soon as they brought the news, Jesus, Jesus put the whole situation under the microscope. Under a different light. He said, oh, no, no, no. It's not about sickness. This guy is dead. Praise God. This guy is dead. So you can imagine. Imagine if I'm a man of God. And they come and tell you that somebody is sick. So you have to go and pray for the person and you take your anointing oil all you know you are going to pray for a sick person only to reach there and he's dead at that moment you have to readjust yourself hallelujah but jesus because he was operating with a higher light he saw the real appearance of this issue amen I don't know how you define things. I don't know how, how you call the things that you see around you. But if you have light, you will speak things exactly as they are, not as they look. Hallelujah. You will speak things exactly as they are, not as they were. They look. For example, starch can look like liquid. It can look like solid. You will call it banku. It can look like uh, soft pebbles. We will call it rice. Isn't that not it? But functionally it is just one thing. is that not it? It is just what? One thing. It is just one thing. So if you focus on how things look, you cannot be stable in your handling of issues. And to really see how things or what You need light. Because light reveals what? Appearance. Number two, light reveals location. The thing you are looking for from here, when you have light, you realize that it is not here. It is there. What you are seeing is a shadow. The reality is here. You know, when there is no light, you see shadow. When when people are coming, you see the shadow coming. And you think that the person is tall, only for you to go into the light and see that it is some short person. Hallelujah! So that you think that the person is walking, only for you to realize that the person is actually sitting. It's not a moving object that is disturbing the shadow. Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! You know, it's like when you are driving, and on the on, on the road surface, it's as if it's raining. You call it hallucination. It's as if it's raining, only for you to get there, and it's as dry. As ever you need light to detect location a lot of people are running helter skelter looking for things number one they don't even see they don't even know what they are looking for because they don't have light and number two because they don't even know what they are looking for they basically because of the absence of light, they don't even know where to find it where to find it and then number three light reveals what light reveals what light reveals movements anytime light is subjected over a matter you are able to determine the movement of that thing you are able to determine predict the result you are able to know the direction you are able to know where it is going the bible said he that is born of the spirit he is like a wind that blows where it wants. You cannot know where it is coming from and where it is going. But you hear the sound thereof. You hear the sound. Sound only proves presence, it does not reveal movement. Sound only proves presence. You know, have you realized sometimes you can, you can be in a room and you'll be hearing certain things? And you want to look for where it is coming from you hear at least hearing makes you know that something is there maybe you are hearing some animal sound you know that you are not alone in the room but to find it you need light to locate it you need light hallelujah light reveals three things don't forget appearance location and what appearance location and what and movement praise the lord and another thing about light as we saw the creative light which is the one god spoke into being it is the attribute the characteristic then we have the created light which is the one that god did he made with his hands the created lights now if you want to run the parallels of these two different kinds of lights in our life the first the creative light. The creative light is actually the human spirit.
0: Apostle Francis will be right back. We hope you enjoyed this message. We would love to have you fellowship with us. You can locate us at the Shalom Motors Junction, Lashibi, of the Ashaiman Nungwa Highway for a Sunday glory celebration service at 8 a.m. Welcome back to the message.
1: Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The creative light is, not, is the human spirit. The creative light is the human spirit. Any time a person will know something his spirit is engaged we said here light is an energy form okay the thinking of light as illumination is just basic i'm talking about functional light is a form of energy hallelujah it is a form of energy that produces understanding understanding produces what? understanding produces what? life so in the dealings of your life you realize that the thing that you are lacking is because of the understanding you don't have and the understanding you don't have is because of what? the light you don't have hallelujah so in trying to have understanding so that we can maximize life we must learn how to engage light hallelujah we must learn how to do what engage light because light is what brings understanding and in engaging light we said there are two kinds the creative light the one God spoke into being we said that light is an attribute, it is a characteristic, it is it is one with your nature, it is inside you. Hallelujah. Then we have the created light. The created light is an object. Are you with me? The created light is what it's an object so we want to know how it relates to our life so as you sit there how do you relate to the creative light and how do you relate to the what created light number one we said the creative light is your spirit say my spirit Spirit. say it again your spirit is the creative light the bible said in proverbs chapter 20 verse 27 verse twenty twenty seven. 27 he said the spirit of man is the what oh is the what is the candle of the Lord the spirit of man it is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly mm. searching so your spirit is God's candle you get it? Yeah? Listen, you see. It. So, when God wants to search something inside of you, what does, what does He use? The candle, which is your spirit, right? Your spirit is the candle of the law. Baba, your spirit is the candle of the law. So, if there is something hidden inside of you and God wants to bring you to a place of understanding, the instrument He uses is your spirit. And that is the candle you remember what the bible said in 1st Corinthians chapter 2 for what man knows the things of a man save the spirit of man that is inside him wow See, for the spirit searches all things so your spirit is a searcher. It is it is stronger than google yeah your spirit is a search engine it is stronger than google that is what the bible said in first John chapter 2 verse 20 that the unction of the Lord is upon me and I know all things John says he knows all things because he knows that inside of him is the greatest search engine blind people in this life, I'm not talking about physically blind, people whose eyes cannot see anything, and as a matter of fact, because of that, they are not walking towards destiny. It is because their spirit is shut. Their spirit is what? Is shut. Let me just shift in this one. One of the issues with sin, you know, when you come into the new creation and you become born again, you don't have an issue with sin. Hallelujah. You don't have an issue with sin. Now the issue with sin of the new creation. Becomes the cloudiness of his spirit. It becomes a vexation of your spirit. So you see. Your sin will not attract God's judgment. But your sin will limit you. In the walk of destiny. Praise God. Your sin will not take you to hell but your sin will not make you hear God's voice (laughs) hallelujah So sometimes those people say oh no eh?" new creation our sin does not matter don't worry until you get to the point when you realize that one year two years you've been been wallowing in your sin three years and you have not heard the voice of God you have not seen anything you are walking just like any other person blind Anything happens to you. Hallelujah. Anything happens to you. Of course. We are not talking about heaven matter. We are talking about the quality of your life right now. If it pleases God. Your eyes are blind. Sin clouds your spirit. Your spirit is a candle. Praise the Lord. Anytime you engage sin. You know. It's like having a candle and going to stand by the roadside. The wind will be blowing like that. You know, birthday candles, about 20 candles. Some of you, it is left with only two. <laughs> Hallelujah. Some of you have only one left. Your nursing, everything is gone. <laughs> now you walk in darkness. You are born again. But the devil toys with your life. You are born again, but there are no benefits of salvation showing in your life. That is the, that is the problem of the present-day. Uh, grace extremists. They will preach all forms of grace, but they are not an example of the beauty of following God. They will preach grace, eh? they will talk about no prayer, and then this, and then. yet they are poor. Yet in the grace, he says that he became poor so that we will be rich. I challenge them a lot of times. Eh? You, you can't. Preach new creation more than me. But God has opened my eyes further. Hallelujah. So a lot of us who, who don't have father, oh, we are born again. No, no. We don't have any problem with sin. God has we don't have we are not condemned. Amen. Don't worry, you are not condemned by your anointing is going down. Praise the Lord. You are not condemned by your eyes, they are going darker. And you are not condemned, but the grace you know that the grace can be frustrated. Paul said it, you can even fail of the grace of God. You are not condemned, but the grace, the effectiveness is going down. You now, you see a lot of them they live in denial, they do all kinds of things, and you come and say, Hey, we are not condemned yet. Your tongue speaking, you now, you know, when you are speaking in tongues, you are now even fumbling it clouds your spirit the spirit of a man it is the candle of the lord it is the creative light it is the attribute of light in a man it is the beginning the entrance it is the starting point for the knowledge that brings participation the knowledge that brings what participation see the spirit of a man hallelujah Another thing about this, the human spirit in Psalm seventy-seven, verse six, he says, "I call to remembrance; is here my song in the night. I commune with my own heart, and my spirit does what? say my spirit does what? My spirit made diligent search. Ha." Huh. You are confused over a matter. You have a search engine built inside you. When God said that we know everything, it is because, you know, it's like when you have Google, it's like, anything you want to know, you just type pa-pa-pa. It will run it for you. When God said you know everything, it is because there is an ability inside of you, the creative light embedded in you. You know, the Bible calls you the lights of the world. You are a light being. Say, I am a light being. Because you are a light being, you can't walk in ignorance. No. Ignorance is an assault to redemption. It's an assault to the Holy Spirit in you. How can you not know? Ignorance is an assault the holy spirit in you he said i call to remembrance my song in the night i commune with my own heart hallelujah and my spirit made diligent search so so you know instead instead of worrying over a matter in the night my spirit made diligent search why because there is light inside of me that when hovered over any matter will bring me understanding there is a light that is inside of me which when i subject over the issue i am going through it will bring me understanding you know it may be something in the workplace something in your family you don't understand but as you take up the issue and you begin to make diligent search over the issue. You know, sometimes when, when some of you you, you, you you just call and you always explain one problem after another and then pastor this, and then pastor that, and then pastor this, this is what we do. Hallelujah. Let me tell you the truth. When you talk all manner of problems and we are telling you what we think and what you should do, it is not everything that we hear God say. Some of them, as a matter of fact, most of them we engage our spirit to find understanding. Hallelujah. We engage our spirit to do what? To find understanding. Understanding. Isaiah, he has the same issue. Says Isaiah just a 15, verse 4 says, The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I will know how to speak a word. In season to him who is weary, five, he says that he wakens my ear morning by morning and he causes me to hear like the learned. So, morning by morning, when everybody is asleep, he's bringing over issues in the morning. When he comes, he says, We will do it this way, and we will do that way. Say, Hey, our pastor is wise, our pastor is powerful. He engages his spirit in a diligent search why because inside him is the creative light of god that light is in everybody hallelujah the spirit of man is the candle of the lord the spirit of man is the candle of the lord it is because of that internal light the creative light that is why you are able to dream because when you close your eyes and you are asleep which is like a dead stage you should not be seen. But because there is an internal light inside of you, you still can make sense of everything that works around you because of that internal light. That is how you're able to dream. So most of the time, if you dream and you always forget, it means that that light is not active. It's not what? It's not active. Your spirit is not active. And I'm sure I have talked to you over and over about how to engage your spirit. Amen if you don't remember go back into the sermon archives go and copy and listen you will get to know how do you engage your spirit the spirit of man in Daniel chapter 5 verse 11 Daniel 5 11 it says there is a man in thy kingdom my brother what are you showing are you following me He says that there is a man in thy kingdom. In whom is the spirit of the Holy Ghost. And in the days of thy father. So he was talking about Daniel. Hallelujah. In the days of thy father. Who is Nebuchadnezzar. Light and understanding. And wisdom. Like the wisdom of the gods was found in him. Daniel. Daniel was one politician who was consistent chief of staff in three different governments. And this was the secret. So this was a testimony of the advisor of the king. When the king had an issue he went to the wait. There is one guy in this kingdom. He has the spirit of the Holy Ghost. And in the days of your father He had light. He had understanding. He had wisdom. He had what? Light. He had understanding. And he had what? Wisdom. When your spirit is active, light is always shining. Light is always shining. When your spirit is active, light is always what? Shining. And when light shines, darkness does not stay. That is why ignorance is always a proof That your spirit is weak Ignorance at all levels At school, in the workplace, everywhere if you, if you are struggling to know It's very possible Your spirit is weak I don't believe That anybody with a strong active spirit Should struggle with knowing anything Praise God Pastor Joe Anybody with an active spirit A spirit on fire you wake up in the morning Praying every time Staring up yourself in the Holy Ghost It was said of Smith Wigglesworth, He never prayed for a continuous 30 minutes But there was not A single 30 minutes that he didn't pray You understand what that means You will never see him praying For 30 minutes straight No, no, no But within every 30 minutes you see him He's praying that means that he was praying consistently every time. Even if it is 10 minutes, 5 minutes. He goes out doing his own thing. The next moment, active spirit. Building up yourself on your most holy faith. This is a man who didn't go to school. Yet he moved an entire nation. Why? His spirit was active. Hallelujah. His spirit was active. His spirit was active he was a plumber yet his spirit was active if your spirit is active you cannot be dull in anything that you do it can't be dull you can't be in the workplace and you don't know something when they are talking about people who are dumb who, who are not good they mention your name to you for what reason hallelujah for what reason when your spirit is active you can learn anything you can do what. You can learn anything. Don't place any limit on yourself. As for, as for me, me, this is not my field. This is not what, your words. When we were doing decoration, was it our field? <laughs> Hallelujah! It is not our fault. I was there, lying in the chair, watching YouTube, how to do this, how to do that. I called and said, "This one, we will do it ourselves." When your spirit is active, you don't have a problem with ignorance hallelujah you don't have a problem with ignorance ignorance for what Some of it, I can I can I can come to your hospital work with you for two days I will do your work Praise God I will do your work after two days I'll just watch you ask you a couple of questions then I will do your work <laughs> I up I don't I just don't like it when people are so weak, ignorance, and they, they, and they have even come to accept it. As for me, me, we are not like that. We, we are slow learning. Slow what? You are a slow learner. For what reason? You are not a slow learner. Your spirit is weak. Increase your tongues. Tell somebody, increase your tongues. Yeah. Excite your spirit. Engage your spirit. There is nothing you want to learn, you will not know. Nothing, absolutely nothing. This exams, this exam, what can I do? Don't do anything. Engage your spirit. Praise the Lord. I remember back on campus, I used to read an entire handout in about two, three hours before examination. Somebody came to say, "Ah, so how are you able to do this?" I said, "I don't need to learn. I just need to see it." You don't remember what you learned. You remember what you saw. Hallelujah. How many of us remember what we learned? The things you have learned. How many, of, how many of them do you remember? You remember what you saw. I told you, all I need is for this ice to see that thing. So I'll just be opening like this. It's like scanning. I'm scanning. <laughs> Hallelujah. It might not be natural. But if you are able to engage something more than your brain, it's called your spirit. Hallelujah. I, I, I always say about I always talk about about this testimony. When I heard the man of God Kenneth Copeland talk about First John two twenty, and he said he cannot forget anything. He knows everything outside. When I heard it in the beginning, I was like, what kind of, anyway, out of respect, let's receive it. But somehow, it stayed with me. And as I grew in that consciousness, I got to a point I knew. That, there is nothing if I want to know, I can't know. And if I know it, I can't forget it. Sometimes I have problem with people. Or let me say, people have problem with me. Because when I want to remind you of something, I can be so detailed. Even to tell you how you were walking. And statements people made. Not because I keep them in my mind. But when I start to flow, it's like when you are prophesying. Everything comes. Everything plays again in my mind. Because your spirit is what? Your spirit is an inexhaustible hard drive. That can keep anything. Any information do you know that as we sit here your focus is on me but your spirit is working within a a perimeter depending on the strength of your spirit it's like you know um, a wireless connection and within that perimeter anything happening is being recorded by your spirit do you know that anything happening baba. anything happening so some of you your spiritual perimeter eh, your connection is like maybe from here to here some of you, your connection can stretch as far back as to your house that is why sometimes you can be in a place yet you can sense other things happening around you it's a spiritual range how strong your spirit is your spirit is a creative light and wherever it shines forth it brings understanding into that area hallelujah i don't know if you're catching the revelation say with me my spirit is light hallelujah in Job 32, one of my favorite scriptures we used to pray the scriptures a lot when you were in the SS Job 32, he said I said days should speak multitude of years should teach wisdom when he meant days should speak that means that those who are old multitude of years those who are experienced, they should teach their wisdom they should say all, all sorts of things they want to say all, all forms of philosophy the verse eight he said no days there is a thing that goes with old age there are certain things that go with experience but he said there is a spirit in man hallelujah say there, there, there is a spirit in man there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the almighty gives him understanding the light of god is the inspiration the light of god gives him what there is a spirit in man there is a spirit in man when you are confused know that you have what it takes to understand what you are going through hallelujah and it ends in the verse 9 it says great men are not always wise <laughs> how many of you have seen great people do foolish things before Take very foolish decisions especially politicians and rich people great people take foolish decisions hallelujah praise god so I can see one great man and he wants to marry a 13 year old person foolish decisions great men are not always wise <laughs> neither do the aged understand judgment. That means that understanding is not a guarantee when you grow old. Understanding is a guarantee when your spirit has inspiration. When your spirit has inspiration, understanding is guaranteed. Say, my spirit is the creative light of God. Say it like you anointed. My spirit is the creative light of God. Say it one more time. My spirit... Is the, creative the creative light of God. Say it again. My spirit, my spirit. is the creative, the creative light of God. Now let's talk about the created light. The created light. The created light is the word of God activated or oh, quickened. created light it is the word of God activated or quickened no it is not the word of God it is the word of God was activated hallelujah everybody knows the word of God but very few have the quickened word everybody knows the word of God theologians know the word of God SHS students who do CSR Is it CSR or what? CRS They know the word of God In fact, Christians, Muslims They all know the word of God Hallelujah Facebook, a lot of people Know the word of God But that word they know Does not produce anything because it has not been activated because that word is not quickened because that word has no light in it Ah, the word of God say the word of God so you see the word of God as it is does not have light in itself except when it is quickened or activated by the Holy Ghost until so the word of God is quickened, until so the word of God is activated by the Holy Spirit, it has no light in it. Hallelujah! It has no light in it. When there is no light in the word, it is just it is just mere information. It is just mere record. It is just history. Hallelujah. When there is no light in the word, it becomes a tool for, 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 for um, um, what do you call it? For debate. When there is no light in the word, it becomes an excuse for human failure. People can do things and they will find the word of God to justify themselves. Hallelujah. You can an excuse. They will say, oh, but The Bible says the spirit is willing. The flesh is weak. (laughs) The spirit is indeed willing. But the flesh is weak. What can we do? Since we are flesh, flesh is flesh. And there are all forms of things in this flesh. Allow me to be my flesh. (laughs) Hallelujah. When the word of God has no light, it cannot speak it cannot produce. How many of us have been in situations where we're declaring the word and nothing happened? Let me see. Just, just be faithful. Be truthful to yourself. You declare you are sick. You are sick. The word of God says, By his stripes I am healed. Ah, my body is the temple of the Lord. No sickness shall dwell in my body. Hey. My body is the temple of the Lord. No gems, no virus. Oh, dwell in my body. And everything is increasing. (laughs) The virus is growing. They are now growing muscles. It looks like the more you (laughs) declare the word, it's like you are feeding them. They grow muscles. Why? Because the word of God does not speak by itself, it only speaks when there is light in air. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 8, verse 20. You can look at it if you want to read it from here. It says, to the law and to what? And to what? Let us read it together. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. This is obvious. It says, to the law and to the testimony if they speak not according to this word, if they do not perform, if they don't come to pass, If they don't speak, if it does not happen, don't blame the man of God. Don't blame anybody. Don't blame your mother. Don't blame your grandfather. Don't blame your grandmother. He says it is because there is no light in that word. There is no light in that word. There is no light. We said that light is an energy form, it is a creative energy. So when there is no light in that word, that means that there will be no understanding in that word. That means that that word cannot bring life. Hallelujah! See the eyes of my understanding receives light. Say it again: the eyes of my understanding receives light. One more time: the eyes of my understanding receives light. Hallelujah. For the word of God to become light that creates, that speaks, that works, it must be actively engaged. You must engage the word. You don't just need to know from a lot of people they think that knowing is okay. No, you knowing oh, we know. For me I know, I know. I know. Hallelujah. I know. I have memorized it. Knowing is not okay. Memorizing is not okay. You must actively engage it. Active engagement of the word. For it to speak. For it to produce. Active engagement of the word. So that it can speak. Is there a prophetic word you have received? Actively engage it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there a word that God has spoken to you? Actively do what? Engage it. Is there a word that you have read in the scriptures? Actively do what? Actively do what? Engage it. Without active engagement of the word. It cannot become light. says the word of God. It is a lamp unto my feet. And a light unto my path. Psalm 119 verse 105. But for the word to become lamp and light, it must be engaged. It must be what? Hallelujah. You must engage the word. Hold the word. Paul told Timothy, engage the word of prophecy. Work it out. Engage it. Give yourself wholly to them. Hallelujah. He said to you Give yourself completely to them. Completely give yourself totally totally david said thy word have i hid in my heart that i will not sin against you how did he hide the word says he meditates on it day and night so he had a ritual of meditating on the word engaging it day day and night day and night day and night day and night some of you it is sunday by sunday Sunday by Sunday, David, day and night, hallelujah, you want to be like David, spirit of David. The spirit of David does not come on those who engage the word Sunday by Sunday. He the person engaged the word day and night, day and night, hiding it in his heart, meditating upon it, day and night active engagement is what brings light to the world active engagement active see active active engagement in second peter chapter 1 verse 19 yes we have also a more sure word of prophecy where unto you do well that ye that's what that you do what take heed you have a emotion of, but he says what do well to take heed do well to do what take heed take heed means that engage it take heed means that watch unto it take heed take it means that give yourself to the thing take heed means that go through every process necessary to make the word a part of you. Are you, are you getting what I'm talking about? Take heed. It says, Well do you do well that ye take heed as unto a light. So it is your taking heed that makes the word of God what? Light. It is your taking heed. When you take heed, the word will be light. Praise God. Tell somebody when you take heed. The word will become light. Say say it again. When you take heed. The word will become light. Say it again. When you take heed. The word will become light. Taking heed of the word of God. Is an active engagement of the word. Brooding over it. Until it becomes light. Hallelujah. I want to talk about the brooding process how to brood over the word? the various processes the word of god goes through until it becomes light what you hear is not light <laughs> light is produced light is what it's, produced. it's not discovered light is produced what you hear is not light taking heat means brood over the word watching there to watching Darund brooding over the world. So when you hear
0: you can locate us at the Shalom Motors Junction, Lashibi, of the Ashaiman Nungwa Highway for a Sunday glory celebration service at 8 a.m.